I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me, Pete. Oh, we're back with some WrestleMania 21. RKO. Hear it on the radio. RKO. Dong. Hear it on the stereo. I was doing the Undertaker bit there. <laughs> Just saying the word dong. Dong. <laughs> dong. <laughs> well, I'm Pete Dongleton, and that is Mark. KO. <laughs> that just sort of works. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. Uh, RKO. Do you know what that stands for? Um, right. Kick off. I'm gonna have a right kick off. Randy knockout. Oh, no, right, it doesn't. Okay. It's is Randall it? Kenneth Orton, uh, oh. which is his, his full name. Well, that works, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. I believe his father, who we we see in this mm. match against the Undertaker, uh, Cowboy Bob Orton, I believe his real name is Keith Orton. Oh. No, it's not. It's Robert Keith Orton. Cowboy Bob Robert Keith Orton. Orton. <laughs> it's, I wonder if they are any relation to Joe Orton because it's not a, that common a surname. <laughs> or Beth Orton, the singer. Or Beth Orton oh, is quite a common name. <laughs> Probably. Not not likely. <laughs> I like big families though that are kind of like oh they're in that family like yeah. the singer I was I wasn't watching but I was doing an announcement for uh, Challenge TV not Challenge a uh, Dmax TV uh, mm. station and it was the Kilchers I think it was Alaska some kind of off grid Alaskan show uh-huh. where these people live off grid and the Kilchers um, they had this famous daughter and it was Jewel the singer <laughs> and like she just visits every now and again I'm like. What? I've done about <laughs> ten series of this and I had no idea because I've never watched any of it. Do you naturally, and it's so stupid this, <laughs> do you naturally warm to people who have got, apart from your immediate family, your same surname? I yeah. I'm not warm to my immediate I, family. I, but... I am, I, um, my hero by the Foo Fighters has written about a man, um, Dave Gore's stepdad, called Chip Donaldson, I believe. And mm. I've always thought in my head, I reckon me and Dave are because of that. <laughs> I have that with the wrestler Billy Jack Haynes, who is, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, there were some funny stories about murders he'd witnessed. <laughs> but I remember, but like, back, oh, in, yeah. back in about 1990 when I sort of got into it and uh, you'd read, I'd read sort of like Pro Wrestling Illustrated and The Wrestler and Inside Wrestling, these <laughs> magazines that came out and they were top tier ones. And then you get sort of ones that weren't as good like Main Event Wrestling right. and, uh, you know, wrestling superstars <laughs> that, that would feature what I now know to be essentially shows that took place in front of 15 people and at the time it was just like wow it's so exciting America's full of wrestling and stuff and everything looked like it was the same but they'd often have things about Billy Jack Haynes and whenever I'd see that I'd go I hope he's doing well <laughs> stupid isn't he's it doing all right. really stupid the, I mean the, I mean, the answer is was he doing well no <laughs> he was never, he was doing, never well. doing well never doing well no never I, doing well um, actually speaking of D-Max um, Pete Rose um, visited the set of Tanked which is a inexplicably a TV show about two men who make um, tanks uh-huh. for aquariums and Pete Rose wanted one and I uh, 
of a couple of links. I just ran out of things to say. So Pete Rose, Pete Rose, best knowledge of Pete Rose wants a uh, wants a tank. Let's hope Ken. It's <laughs> <laughs> so rubbish. People are like, I don't even know who Pete Rose is. <laughs> Never mind his relationship with the wrestler called Ken. There'll be one person who heard that link who went. Don't just hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have done. So if you want that, D-Max. It's on Freeview now. Get involved. Um, Undertaker <laughs> versus um, Randy Orton. Uh, my mother's maiden name was Undertaker. Uh, not true. Um, go, uh, this this is one of the the, the the first times that they really suddenly go, oh, okay, there's the streak. Yes, so yeah, it's been yeah. mentioned a few times before that he's got this perfect WrestleMania record. Mm. But this is the first time you get someone coming out who says, I am going to destroy your perfect record mm. at WrestleMania. Uh, and it's Randy Orton. And Randy Orton in this is the perfect person to choose. Mm. Um, the match itself gets really good, yeah. but it's one of the better Undertaker matches yeah. up to this point, really. Um, but Randy Orton is the right guy to choose because there was this sense of this WrestleMania being about making new stars. Mm. So you end up having John Cena going over in the main event, Batista going over in the main event. This is very much the young people are coming through. So you expect, um, you expect there's a bit more peril because you expect him to go Total up. peril. Right. So one of the problems they had with the streak is that people became so sure it wasn't going to be broken hmm. that it ruined the matches. Yeah. What they got from that was the payoff when it finally did get broken that people couldn't believe they'd broken it. Yeah. In this one, they're still working on that thing where people are going, oh, right, that's sort of interesting. I didn't have any idea. But they continually think that Randy Orton can win. Mm. And it's only when they think Undertaker's going to lose that the whole crowd get totally invested in this mm. match. They are really There's two kickouts where the crowd are going, I had no idea, but I'm actually relieved he's kicked out. <laughs> I didn't know that was going to happen. I didn't know that emotion was going to hit me. But you can see them all going, holy, you know, gah. And then laughing with each other, going, I don't know what I'm doing either. You know, but... It's great. It's great storytelling. <laughs> and what that gave Undertaker was, as uh, we have said this probably a long time ago now, probably on WrestleMania 7, but what this is, is this is a unique thing that Undertaker has, which is a legitimate record in a an illegitimate sport. Mm. So you can you know, win any belts, you can lose any belts, it doesn't matter. But he has a thing where, in real life, he is not losing at WrestleMania. And that becomes the only legitimate sports record in wrestling um, and it's you know it's sold out a lot of Wrestlemania's that streak mm. uh, and when it gets broken I mean it was absolutely astonishing well he's sort of described as the veteran like mm. in this ring oh, it's 2005 I, mate you've got a long yeah. time to go he, he's 40 here he's 53 now <laughs> yeah. and he's still performing I mean he performed last weekend at um, a pay-per-view called Extreme Rules oh, yeah. he Do also you... did his dreadful uh, Saudi Arabia the crown jewel show I think didn't it was didn't he called. drop um, Goldberg on his head yeah they both dropped each other on their heads <laughs> as much as the other let's not let's not apportion blame <laughs> um, I like that <laughs> and Michael Cole says like the Undertaker's 12 zero. That's like a football team going 12 straight wins in Super Bowls. Yeah, Michael, I understand what that, is yeah. meant by the streak. Uh, <laughs> there's a bit where they have an opening where they show that Randy Orton... So Randy Orton, by this time, he's beaten Chris Benoit for the belt the year before. Mm. At 24, he's become the youngest champion in WWE history. Uh, I think a record that stands until possibly Brock Lesnar comes along. Can't remember. And uh, Orton basically is a good guy feuding with Triple H and Batista. And what they did was they made him overnight from a bad guy who'd beaten Chris Benoit. The next night on Raw, he's turned on by Evolution and becomes a good guy. Yeah. And it was much too rushed. 
I think what they were hoping for was that they would do um, Randy Orton versus Triple H at this WrestleMania, but they blew it. You blew it. You blew it. You blew it. Yeah, blew it. And what happens is that Batista's turn is much slower, it's got a better build, and by the time WrestleMania comes around, that storyline is peaking. Mm. So Randy Orton slightly finds himself shuffled down the card. It's hard to say that facing The Undertaker at WrestleMania is being shuffled down the card, but he's certainly out of the title picture. Mm. And even though he's been the champion, he must be looking at John Cena and Batista getting their crowning at WrestleMania. It's impossible not to think, bollocks, that should have been me. Yeah. I should have had that big moment. Mm. Um, this match is really really good and it's good for a number of reasons Undertaker really works hard in this match and what he's got at this point is he's got timing down pat so it's the two counts that draw people in it's the fake pins Mm. and not just the sort of big huge moves some of the moves he does there's a, a, a he does a leg drop uh, on Randy Orton from from the apron outside, and he does a a, a a sort of splash into the corner. And both of those moves, when you see them normally, you just go, oh, it's a bit weak, you know, mm. a bit crap. And these ones, it's like a car landing on Randy Orton every time, and you suddenly go, shit, he's fucking physical, isn't he? Really, really frightening. He's big and heavy. Randy Orton has become this bad guy again because he's had a bad year where he's been vanilla Mm. and lost in the shuffle. And he takes on a persona called the Legend Killer. And the Legend Killer is absolutely one of my favourite wrestling gimmicks Mm. of all time because it isn't sort of going, you're dressed as a postman. It's just going, you're disrespectful to all those who have gone before. And so what happens is, I think it starts with... I think superstar Billy Graham, of all people. Right. Randy Orton effectively spits tears, in his face. Tears up a poster. <laughs> <laughs> Randy Orton steals some drugs. It starts a, <laughs> and, uh, a class action suit against him. <laughs> and they show a few clips. So he has a feud with Mick Foley, which really right. does put him over. And he just He's just disrespectful. And there's one bit in it where I... Oh, it's so it's still real to me, goddammit. There's a bit where he's sort of having a to and fro with Harley Race, and Harley Race is, is of the 70s mm. and early 80s, the NWA perennial champion. Uh, tremendously great hard man. And Harley Race is there with his white hair in the audience, and Randy Orton spits in his face. And I actually find myself going, don't like that. <laughs> don't like it, it's too disrespectful. Yeah. Good gimmick, good nice. gimmick. I like and so that. they set Undertaker up for the first time as well, where someone is saying, you're a legend and I'm yeah. going to take you down. Yeah. And that just lifts this match to something else that, you know, you've not really seen before. Mm. It's a funny thing where Undertaker at 40, they are sort of talking about him being the veteran and things, mm. but they've also sort of gone, he's a legend and he's a future Hall of Famer. So it makes him this special attraction. Yeah. And he keeps that for years. And with the Hall of Fame, I guess that kind of accentuates the whole, we've been here for a while, we've yeah. built this company and he's just little shit. We, we, yeah. we get that sense of we're celebrating legacy and here comes Randy Orton, who we don't like because we're incels. And here's Randy Orton with his tight little body and his little shorts and his arrogant face face and his probably expensive watch. And he's doing what we all want to do. um, We don't want to work for it. We all could have done it, couldn't we? Um, But uh, he comes out and he plays an arrogant, shitty little heel. And he is so good at it. Every time he's been interviewed about, you know, where he is in his career, Mm. he's always saying... I just want to be a bad guy. Yeah. So if he's a bad guy, he's like, I'm loving it. And if he's a good guy, he's like, I just want to be a bad guy. I just I don't understand why they're making me do this. And there is something about him that's hateable. And he's <laughs> sort of, that, that later on in his career, they begin to introduce sort of snake imagery. It's, um, you know, that he's the viper, Randy Orton. Right, okay. And there's just something about him that everyone looks at him and just goes, don't trust you. 
Yeah. Don't like you. You're nasty. Have they ever? They've never used his um, um, dereliction of duty. No. <laughs> Some things you don't joke about. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your service. And <laughs> in the basement. Um, the, yeah, come on, Randy. Yeah, I'm just calling you out, bitch. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Oh, be so <laughs> good. Uh, WrestleMania next year. <laughs> Somehow it's you versus Randy Orton. Um, <laughs> just pulling, me, separating me every. He's standing last... at the side dressed as Eugene. <laughs> How did this happen? I'm going to subvert that character by having a wank. (laughs) (laughs) But the uh, the opening they have, there's a good bit as well where I I like the fact that Undertaker is just sort of, I don't know, like he's gone a bit mad Mm. and he doesn't remember what his gimmick is anymore. (laughs) And they have a bit where Andy Orton's like, I'm a legend killer and you're just the next one on the list. I'm going to kill you and I'm, you know, I'm going to beat, I'm going to destroy your streak. And Undertaker, it opens and it shows loads of people who's beaten at WrestleMania. They begin doing the countdowns Mm. and he just says, there have been many dragons. He doesn't say they have. He goes, there have been many dragons. <laughs> she been daughter. Uh, <laughs> there have been many dragons who try and lay siege to my kingdom. And that is nothing to do with an undertaker, right? <laughs> There's no dragons, no kingdom no. for an undertaker. At the end, Michael Cole just says, ah, oh, a half second here and there, and Randy Orton could have slain the dragon. No, no, Michael, right? <laughs> Not only are there no dragons, undertaker is the one whose kingdom is being oppressed yeah. by them. So if we're going to get this wrong, get, get it right wrong the Undertaker doesn't have a dragon not wrong wrong no. you can make it fucking clearer the dragons are attacking <laughs> furious um, uh, in comes Randy Orton with his father Cowboy Bob Orton mm. um, who is uh, again another Hall of Fame uh, member from the night before mm. and uh, Randy Orton uh, did he need his dad I don't know but his dad is funny and I like him <laughs> and his dad had a gimmick for a long number of years of having a plaster cast on his arm that, mm. from a bone that never healed sort of thing and he'd interfere in matches um, ironically that gimmick w- w- it was because he had a bone in his arm that wouldn't heal oh, no. it didn't heal until he left the WWE in 1987 and got some time off <laughs> that's a good and sign that's a bloody good you sign you know what your it? gimmick is what is it wincing just <laughs> constantly screaming yelping like a dog that's bit it's foot it would be brilliant the end of every match someone will grab your leg and you will just scream and you will pass out it would be fucking brilliant mate <laughs> really good um, they, oh, the Undertaker entrance as well they're beginning to put a bit more thought into people's individual entrances now mm. so we're not just coming out to our music and he has the druids come out yes uh, with their, their sort of lit torches I don't like I don't like them <laughs> Do <you not? laughs> rubbish <laughs> <laughs> What's rubbish about? I, don't them? Know, I just thought he'd he'd reclaimed so much self respect with his uh, American badass yeah. thing. I just thought we're going back to the to the old days. I bet he it's wasn't happy good. about it. I bet he wasn't. I bet he wasn't. He's. Um, I, was just, I was just googling then uh, whether it's legally uh, okay, but he's my he's the second worst Undertaker. When it, <laughs> he's a man who literally ends lives. He's a man who's, yeah. who kills people. Um, uh, there was a Hartlepool, very famous Hartlepool <laughs> Undertaker, one of the only ones you would ever mention. If you said the Undertaker in town, um, it would be him. Uh, he was jailed um, for 20 years for targeting vulnerable children in um, Boys Brigade oh. and also public toilets. And also his own funeral parlour, and that's what he looks like. So there he goes. Oh, he, he looks exactly he was, like you'd imagine he would. He, was the t- <laughs> he looks like every older man from Hartlepool, Mark, <laughs> my hometown. Uh, so yeah, I'm not going to say his name, but uh, yeah, he's a bit bother. I will be talking about some wrestlers uh, in a while who, are, who have been uh, found guilty of very similar uh, oh, crimes. Get uh, on a non-swing. And also a wrestling serial killer. 
Oh! Come on! Something to look forward Let's to. Let's have a bit of that. We are going to have to put the words true crime in the... <laughs> really, really help in us. The old, uh, in the old uh, title. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, more business for The Undertaker, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. The good, the good I'll tell you what, though, good match. Uh, you know, yeah, it's enjoyable. Orton can be boring. Undertaker is beginning to sort of go, this WrestleMania thing is actually a good night for me. Mm. And it's beginning to... He's just bringing a big show to it. It becomes a person who you can't see being beaten and mm. that's why it becomes exciting and uh, this match is a perfect example Undertaker's got little um, gloves on he's still doing a bit of his I'm not just an Undertaker I'm an Undertaker who does MMA <laughs> uh, they've actually got the UFC logo on the gloves have Quite they? big yeah oh, is it like a, oh, I was thinking that's, that's a bit strange that is a bit strange yeah a bit weird did he have a sponsorship or something I don't, I don't know no, I don't think you can get sponsored but I mean was that, that a come and get of... me was that a come and get me uh, plea <laughs> yeah. do you know what I think it was I think he began doing a little bit of training did he, right? uh, I think he had that thing of going I'll do a little bit of training and then I can hang around and everyone could go man if you weren't 40 you'd have dominated this sport and I can go yeah <laughs> I think it was a bit like that quite a lot of wrestlers have done that right okay uh, apart from Brock Lesnar and CM Punk who actually uh, did it and well, oh, did and CM did Punk it? do it no, he was there it. while it was happening to he, him wasn't he going to have yeah he was in the ring he Batista, got in the ring Batista has done an MMA match has he won yeah he did one shortly after leaving WWE oh I don't like to see it, him it was actually a fighting list. he said I want to do it once oh right and okay. he's only done it once and he did win yeah um, he gassed quite quickly but he manages to overpower the guy um, uh, a couple of other people we'll talk about as we get to them later but Alberto Del Rio um, who's in later WrestleManias he had uh, you know not a bad uh, certainly high profile MMA career one nice. of the few MMA fighters to ever wrestle wearing uh, have an MMA fight wearing a wrestling mask Oh, you're not are you allowed to do that? Because that would protect not your really, face. No, he, yeah. he was sort of modified, so it was absolutely pointless. You could see his face, <laughs> and it was sort of like still on his face. Yeah, uh, but it wasn't on his face for long because uh, it was kicked off by Marco Krokop <laughs> pretty comprehensively. Uh, I think uh, WrestleMania. What, what are we up to now? WrestleMania thirty-five. Thirty-five. So next one will be thirty-six. Mm. No, um, I think the Bagel Man from. <laughs> <laughs> we should, should, should get in the upset he's in himself yeah. <laughs> a man who's very upset uh, I think he's actually going to do a celebrity boxing match with do you remember that bloke who um, there was a rapist on the loose I think oh my, I just and, can't wear. and he was and he was basically this kind of like a, <laughs> I mean you thought that celebrity boxing was a bit torturing yeah I know and you go there's a man who kicked off gonna... in a bagel thing about not fucking women and then do you remember there was that rapist on the loose <laughs> no, no he was talking about the rapist um, it was <laughs> it, it was like it, it got auto-tuned uh, to, to music mm. but he was like there's a rapist around here. Um, hide your wife. Hide your kids. Remember him? He was like, he was very charismatic. Is this hide another, your wife. Hide your kids. There's a rapist all up in here. But hide your wife. Hide your kids. And uh, yeah, I think he might be boxing uh, the bagel man who has already got some press shots of him doing the Hulk Hogan flex. I noticed he was doing an interview uh, with Sam Roberts, who is a guy who does a lot of he does a wrestling podcast, right. and uh, they've done an interview. And this guy had turned, you know, they were like, we got the, in- the interview with the, you know, the bagel guy. And he was standing there, the bagel guy, in a specially made, locally done shirt that had the name of some kind of media company on it. Right, okay. He yeah. is savvy. He, well, he, 
I when I first saw the clip, I was like, "Whoa, he's hurting. There's something wrong mm. with him." I missed. I missed the. I think he's being raised on a sausage stick. Mm. But he and then he got flattened by a man. I'm not even funny. If a big like a big guy sees an opportunity like that, they're not going to take it. Someone like me jumping on the little guy, that's a thing. Because I'm like, yeah, this is the only chance you know I'm what? ever going to get to be punch a man in the, the face. The whole way through, I was, I was watching that. I was thinking, oh, I hope someone fucking lamps him. And then as soon as the bloke who lamped him was not too big, I was like, leave him alone. He's too big. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's too big. Um, yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, I think. It, and then he was interviewed and he was saying he was Martin Luther King. And I was like, oh, is he just a bit loopy or is he just yeah. a guy who gets who just gets upset? Or is he in line? Or is it nonsense? Who knows? These days, the, out loud. the important thing is, is everyone's going to get seen, get beat up on telly. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, um, I, I don't know, man. I reckon, I reckon he probably has the uh, beating of the uh, hide your wife, hide your, hide your kids, <laughs> man. I'm looking forward to seeing the 50p fish man um, <laughs> go up against that Belgian who had the swirled face that they unswirled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Savory. Oh, that's a swirly man. <laughs> Are we, ta- are we might even have talked about him on this podcast. I think we might have done. Yeah. Does like- he look like Sean <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh terrible! If you're going to use a Photoshop filter to obscure your face in a, you know, in a fit of Peter, in Far East pedophilia, don't give people advice. Don't, don't use the squats, the swirlies. Put, Christ, put a frightening mask on. <laughs> Not the Rey Mysterio one. No, it's too visible. <laughs> that one keeps coming off. <laughs> you need your hands for other things. Oh, right. Good God, oh, please stop. Good Will you Lord. stop? Will you stop? A couple of things from this match. <laughs> One that I like is Undertaker comes down to the ring on a platform uh, with dry ice around it. And it's, you know, you can't see the platform. He just glides (laughs) along. But Taz has been told you have to start going, how's he doing that? What? Oh, Oh, my God, it must be supernatural. (laughs) And things. I just go, oh, Taz. Got to have some dignity, mate. Don't don't say yes to everything. I know you can hear it down your ear, mate. (laughs) But you've just just got to knock it back one, right? (laughs) And then pretend it's not working. Oh, sorry. Just hold it like you can't hear properly. It's going, oh, how's he doing that? He's properly going. I mean, that's just... That's just sinister. It's terrifying. <laughs> it's like no one else in the audience is shitting themselves. Taz, no. you know, so can't see can't see his legs at all. So he could just be walking, mate. So Taz is the human suplex machine, and I was thinking, I was thinking, oh, I wish I was around then because I really would like to lend over and just go human bullshit machine. <laughs> <laughs> he would have absolutely killed me. He'd take my eye out. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yep, it is time for the first ever sumo match. We're going to send it up to our ring announcer, Tony Chimmel. Um, uh, Second thing, just uh, while we're on Cowboy Bob Orton, Mm. so he's good in this. He gets knocked off the ring and stuff. Takes a great bump, uh, and he's he's good. He's good in this. You know, I don't think Randy Orton necessarily needed him for the rub. I think they were just a bit like it's nice to have his dad here because occasionally people will beat his dad up, and then it stops Randy looking weak. But it's a way that people will go. That was good. I got to see one of them get beaten up. Yeah, Um, Wally and Stacey Keebler. (laughs) Yes, Uh, interesting trivia fact. That will be the last male on female violence in WWE for four years oh really uh, and it would take another four years before Randy Orton DDT'd Stephanie McMahon <laughs> um, but yeah funnily enough he also um, he broke a long reign of no um physical contact between male and female performers in last year's Royal Rumble when he gave an RKO to Nia Jax. What's it, what's, is this his ideas? Is this his, <laughs> I want to hurt a woman. I want to... I'm not out to do it in real life. <laughs> the, um, the other... So the bit with, with Oh, I know. I just... I was thinking to myself, I'm just going to distance myself because <laughs> when he's listening to that over and over again through some headphones, psyching himself up <laughs> on a plane over it... I don't think you need to psych himself I'm going I'm going to talk about his dad now, so... <laughs> I mean, it's not going to make things better. Um, they had a feud with The Undertaker, and it did last most of the year. Um, this, the, the problem at this period is there aren't a huge amount of main eventers around. Kurt Angle uh, has been injured. Shawn Michaels is not doing you know full-time. Um, Brock Lesnar's left. Uh, Eddie Guerrero will pass away. Mm. So you begin to sort of thin out a bit. Randy Orton and Undertaker, they feud for pretty much a whole year. Um, and in, I think it's probably around December, Armageddon 2005, they had a cage match, which is Randy and Bob Orton versus The Undertaker. <laughs> what is Bob Orton? Probably about 60. You know, <laughs> not far off from what The Undertaker is now. No, true. And uh, they have a very, very bloody match where The Undertaker busts open Bob Orton mm. and it's a b- sort of bloodbath. <laughs> and it's, you know, he gets dragged out. 
only afterwards did The Undertaker learn that Cowboy Bob Orton had hepatitis. Jesus. So he believed he had it early in his life, hepatitis C, been diagnosed with it. I'm never quite sure what hepatitis is, and I realise now I should have Googled it because mm. I'm sure Google will cover it. But they say it's it's a dangerous disease because it causes liver complications, but it can only be transmitted through blood. Yeah. So... Undertaker was absolutely furious about this, going, you've put me in a ring. He was encouraged, you know, that it was all scripted, the blood. Mm. Um, he was, he felt, I think John Laurinaitis, who was the talent booker at the time, uh, he had known about Cowboy Bob Orton having hep C. Mm. Undertaker was... Well, he's got Laurinaitis, so... <laughs> <laughs> Kept that quiet, didn't um, he? <laughs> John Laurinaitis also married the mother of uh, Nikki and Brie Bella, oh. um, which if you watch Total Bellas, the E! Uh, reality show, mm. which my wife loves on the network, <laughs> <laughs> you can see him uh, not disclosing other people's medical ailments, I suppose. <laughs> um, but Cowboy Bob Orton, at the Undertaker's <laughs> insistence, was fired afterwards. Right, OK, yeah. Um, so that... That that feud didn't end quite as much fun as it began. Do they not? Do they not have medical records then as a part of their whole? Like... Yeah, it was known he had Hep C, but no one told the Undertaker. Good God! I know it's it. It does seem mental, doesn't it? It does seem mad because Undertaker is massive and so important to the company. At this point, I presume. I mean, like just, just that thing. Oh, I went and did my job. How did it go? Yeah, I got Hep C. Yeah. All oh, right. Could, could they could they have avoided that? Yeah, who else, easily. Who else have we seen at Russia? Um, Abdullah Butcher. Yes. Uh, Pamela Anderson, she's got it. Has she? Yeah, she has when it. did she fight Abdullah? <laughs> <laughs> In um, an embassy. A quick one here. Fourth match, I think it is, but it's Trish Stratus, the women's champion, mm. versus Christy Hemi. Yes. Um, Christy Hemi was not going to be the original opponent. It was supposed to be Lita, oh. but Lita had a torn ACL. Oh, and no. This posed a bit of a problem because Trish Stratus at this point has become the best wrestler in North America mm. um, and after her it's Lita and Lita is not nearly as good as Trish Stratus right. and after that there's no one left so right. there's no one for her to fight so they end up putting in Christy Hemi and Christy Hemi had won a diva search in 2005 and considering maybe 2004 considering this is early 2005 she's had less than a year's wrestling training mm. and probably not even close to that mm. um, she had done Playboy for the WWE and that was uh, a part of a big thing they used to do every year at this time it would be the pre-Wrestlemania Playboy great PR for them yeah. uh, at the expense of one of their performers <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Christy Hemi, they continually say through this, oh, you know, she's had absolutely no, not very much training, <laughs> she, but she's working very hard, and you just go, this is, they know it's going to be a disaster. Mm. And what's quite clever in this is Trish Stratus portrays an arrogant, shitty, heelish persona, mm. where she's got no respect for her opponent. And it, it, you can really see this actually today in the character of Alexa Bliss. That seems like a very similar sort of um, character note. But... Poor Christy Hemi does so badly in this. And she is so out of her depth, and mm. yet she tries... It's not... I don't think you'd necessarily watch it and go, this is appalling, but you just... You can see that she just doesn't know what's... Well, she sort of says, like, oh, I've had some... I've had some... Tra I've been training. I've yeah. had some training. That's surprising, isn't it? But then she comes on, she's not very good to see, like, no. oh, well, this just... None of this... None of these angles work, really. No. What is funny, though, is she does actually then score a three count on Trish. <laughs> yes. But she's not supposed to. <laughs> and I don't think that's her fault. I think Trish should, should have really, you know, kicked out on that. But Trish has either not quite heard the count... And the referee goes, one, 
two. And Trish is still down. And he just goes, I'm going to stop counting. <laughs> and then Trish gets out, kicks Christy Hemi, and it's over. Um, the one thing about this that you have is you sort of, again, my heart sank, is because the, the way the Raw and SmackDown have been split up, you've got Taz and Michael Cole doing SmackDown matches. Yep. And you've got JR and uh, Jerry Lawler doing mm. this. And as soon as those girls come out, you sort of go, thank God Jerry Lawler is here to remind me that women have primary sexual organs. Because <laughs> without him, I wouldn't fucking that. No, exactly. Um, I mean, the less said about that, the better. I yep. mean, Trish Stratus is, is, you know, she is great. She's a real trailblazer. And even in this match, she's actually really good. Mm. But, uh, I mean, it's mercifully short. Yeah. But uh, somehow not short enough. <laughs> well, the, the preamble has got a spray pit in the word slut on Hemmer's back. Yeah, actually, worth saying as well, Trish Stratus, <laughs> like I'm lecturing Tristratus. <laughs> uh, there was a pause there that I didn't mean to do. It's worth saying Tristratus is one of the only people who, when they've done a wrestling angle where they've had to spray something in spray paint yeah. on someone's body, where it's actually legible. <laughs> she does a really good job. She writes the word slut. It's brilliant. And later on in the build-up to the JBL thing, you see... You see John Cena's writing F-U. Yeah. yeah. And it, but it looks it like looks it like says... P. Yeah, P-U. <laughs> Which sort of works, but P-U. it's not what was intended. Um, would you like uh, us to um, end this episode with a list of celebrities who, uh, in the past, have contracted some form of hepatitis? I would. Anthony Kiedis from the Red Chili Peppers. Also in attendance at WrestleMania 21. Why is nobody mentioning any of these celebrities? Mental. This is driving me mad. Mental. They didn't cut to them. Well, apparently, uh, Pamela Anderson has uh, declared that she is uh, cured of the disease in the fall of 2015. Uh, infected by Tommy Lee Jones, of is, course. Is there Not a, Tommy Lee Jones. I didn't know there was... Oh, Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Lee... Uh, not Tommy Lee Jones, let's make that very clear. <laughs> Although, um, he does no. appear on a lot of um, cans of coffee in Japan. Uh, Ken Watanabe is from Japan. He also has hepatitis C. It seems to me that there's a very clear link with if you've been to WrestleMania, <laughs> you, you end up it. with hep C. I'm going to say Stephen Tyler. Is he there? Is he there? <laughs> I think Is he there? I don't think he's ever been there. Yeah. He's probably been to a Raw where he contracted hep C. It's treatable. He says he received 11 months of chemotherapy to treat hep C. What's that about? It's I've crazy. i heard about that. That's wild. Man. Anita Roddick. Really? Yeah. Oh. She died. And you can't libel a dead baby. <laughs> the libel is that she's dead. Well, I mean, the only thing you said about her was she had hep C and she's dead. Yeah. Neither of those are libelous. No. Well, but, no. But, I think saying someone is hepatitis um, positive, hep C positive, is yeah. uh, um, a negative in the legal establishment. <laughs> hep C chat. Hep C chat. It, we knew this was where we would end up, for crying out loud. And if, this is where we have ended up. If there are any wrestlers listening, they will genuinely be going, Actually, this is quite useful. There's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of... Can be cured, I've written on the There's a lot of... It's very expensive, apparently. Uh, there's a lot of... Um, Cross that out. There are... <laughs> will my... I don't have any insurance. I guess uh, Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top uh, to, yeah. just to round up uh, appears. And more stars. And, you know, geared up with uh, Mark Helgenberger from CSI. Um, and then I went down to Billy Gibbons' ZZ Top um, hall where Billy Gibbons is in the TV show Bones quite a lot. So is I've he? watched a lot. He plays the father of one of the characters. Um, so I watched several clips of Billy Gibbons, a man I had no interest in, <laughs> and still don't. Billy uh, Gibbons is clip his showreel, basically. Is a genuinely huge fan of the WWE. Is he right? And you still see him on the shows today. Nice. And they've now got.
got that thing where instead of going, it's Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top, they mm. will just cut to him and they go, there he is, Billy, Billy Gibbons, <laughs> Hello, huge Billy. fan of the WWE, look at him, he's having a great time. <laughs> and they're, they're just, it's that thing where he's gone from being someone cool and credible to yeah. him just going, oh, here he is, good old Billy. <laughs> it's a really nice thing. But you see him a lot, all the shows that come to, I presume, like LA yeah, or yeah, where yeah. it is, he's usually there. In. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. A super fan. Well, that's what uh, Billy Cox said. He said, uh, I've been to four WrestleManias in my life. WWE have always been very kind to me. Yeah. I, I don't know why he's Michael Jackson now. <laughs> he, he just is. I hope he gets it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't. Why would no. I wish that on anyone? No. Uh, should we, have we got quick time, do you reckon? A, a quick time? I'll probably, quick time? I'll probably quick time for what, exactly? I'd like to talk about Marty Gennetti. <laughs> All right, then. Well, let's round up with this episode. <laughs> there's always time little, for Marty there's Gennetti. There's always time for a bit of party mind. So we're leading into um, Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels. Right, OK. And as part of the build for this, mm. they had Kurt Angle having a, a, a basic sort of storyline where he was saying... When I was winning my gold medal, you were uh, doing WrestleMania 12 at the top of the world. Sorry, I've said, sorry, Kurt Angle. Why, if it's a short angle, yeah. could it not be Kurt Angle's Kurt Angle? <laughs> like, if it's a short, kind of like to the point angle, it doesn't it just lasts a week. It's Kurt Angle's Kurt Angle. That's a good idea. Sorry, carry on. I will do. Because okay, <laughs> mine, mine is not Mine is not short. I'm glad, mine will go on. I'm glad that, I'm glad that you, um, <laughs> you've finally become exhausted by my interruptions that go nowhere. Don't make any sense. I'm particularly tired today. I'm so sorry, Mark. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I was just, I'm just not a child. <laughs> I was, uh, I was uh, I've gone a bit silly now. Oh, there we are. Um, so as part of it, they were doing yeah. uh, Angle saying, "Not everyone was saying you're the greatest wrestler in the world." Something mm. no one ever said about you, like you know the proper thing. Uh, and Kurt Angle was like, "But I, how dare you? What an insult to me! Right? When I am winning gold medals, I am the greatest." And they they have this WrestleMania thing. Mm. And as part of it, Kurt begins taking people from Shawn Michaels' old life. So there's right. a bit where he has a sensational Sherry, comes right. as his valet, who's oh, nice. bought, and she... Uh, they... I'd like to have seen that. Oh, you'd love to see it. Oh. There's, there's a classic bit where he sings, I'm just a sexy Kurt. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like your Kurt Angle's Kurt Angle. <laughs> yeah, that is a thing that they probably didn't use again. She, she sings, Angle. I'm just a sexy Kurt, while he does it. And Kurt Angle cannot carry a tune, <laughs> which is always a good sign in someone if they're willing to sing, yeah. and they can't carry a tune. You go, you're all right. And... Uh, uh, one of the other things he did was he brought back Marty Jannetty right. to the WWE to um, just sort of say, I'm going to beat your partner, and yeah. your partner was the better one. Mm. Not strictly true. <laughs> History does not find that to be the case. Um, so Kurt Angle on SmackDown has a match with Marty Jannetty. Right. Marty Jannetty's been gone for a long time yeah. due to all sorts of problems. All sorts of stuff. Um, and Jannetty and Angle have a really good 20-minute match right. that everyone is astonished by. <laughs> and so Jannetty's been brought back for this one show and the WWE offered him a contract. Um, so he came in on March, mm. in March. Um, he was released in July. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give an alcoholic money. Then they rehired him in February 2006. Right, okay. On March the 3rd, <laughs> they announced they'd severed all their professional ties with oh, him once again. No. On September the 15th in 2006, they signed Marty Jesse to another contract and they said he'd be returning as a veteran to work with younger talent and he would be granted a full-time contract pending the success of that venture. Okay. That was September the 15th. He was rumoured to have been released on September the 29th, <laughs> which he denied, but on December the 24th, the WWE confirmed that they were not going to be using him anymore. What? Why did they keep on bringing him back? In the space of those, like, three... No, 18 months, he was hired and fired on three separate occasions. Magical. Just insane. He must do amazing 
either exit interviews or entry interviews. I think so. I think he's one of those guys as well who who the the small things in your past where you've like been been banned from you know going into Canada mm. because you know you've got caught with X Y Z or you're not allowed in this state because there's a warrant standing out for mm. unpaid child support. I think they found certainly with the last time they said look there's court orders which mean we can't, we can't take him out of Florida. Yeah, right. So we, what can we do? Yeah. So a lot of things caught up with him. Yeah. So. We've talked about Martinetti before because I think when we, we we must have been in like episode five or something, and we it was the same week as he had had a Facebook post mm. uh, under his name yep. go up, which he now says was style. nothing to do with in him. His exact style he writes uh, in. Hackers often replicate the sort of things okay. that you would yeah. say and do yep. for no seeming financial benefit <laughs> and he caused a big stir this mm. is September 2017 right. um, when he was asking whether it would be okay if he had sex with his uh, daughter having found out sh- sh- that he and her were not biologically related yes. after all mm. um, he uh, denied writing that obviously we've made that clear the words that uh, she she's fucking hot she's um, fucking hot but she, but she'd been dota she'd been dota she'd been dota um, he he's done some interviews fairly recently <laughs> talking about that um, that thing. Beautiful. He is angry that despite the blood, sweat, and tears that he put into his wrestling career, people now remember him as the guy who wanted to fuck his daughter. <laughs> He said, I told, he had an interview with the Sun. I'm still getting bombarded with emails and messages about this, and fans at live events ask me questions about it. <laughs> in fact, every damn body seems to have their own podcast now and wants me to go on there to talk about that disgusting post. <laughs> of course, I'd never think anything like that. It's messed up. It makes me mad because I wonder if in 25 years from now, will they still be saying, that pervert wanted to fuck his daughter? <laughs> oh, no. I spoke to my lawyer, and there's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> he said, now. Because- um, records will yeah. be exposed. There's nothing you can do about that. I mean, it's a monstrous libel. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing you can do about that. Oh no! I say, I say that as a lawyer. Oh no! Look, yeah, uh, this is this is yesterday, uh, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. yeah. I've just I've this just literally just typed in Marty Janetti on Facebook. If you're a member of Facebook, you can look at this. Yeah. So yesterday he put up a load of pictures of that daughter. Mm. Uh, you think my daughter loves me? I know I loves her, but she's so jaded. And I might be the one that jaded her. <laughs> my mummy says she's doing great things with her life. Happy about that. Just wish she wouldn't shut me out. Let me back in. I promise I won't mess up this time. So, uh, yeah. Marty, just to, just to clear up a few things, what do you think the word jaded means? Uh, yeah, not quite right. Not quite right. <laughs> um, if you look at the day before, you'll see he was successfully catfished by someone using a photograph of the former Hollyoaks actress, Georgie Porter. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm supposed to be caught. Yeah. Oh, dear. 29th of May. Here's the update. What? When your neighbour girl throws a brick through your window, I hate to call the police, F that, but what if she does, claiming you try to rape her? She's oh. right, but I'm not NWO, fizzuck the police. Maybe I do need to call them on this. <laughs> his, his, his updates are a mixture of talking about forgetting women's names after having threesomes with them, um, waking up with people he doesn't know, and a long series of... <laughs> showing the injuries that he's got off a cat that he throws beer cans at, right? So... Would it would it uh, enchant you or surprise you to learn that I have two mutual friends with Party Mighty Janetti <laughs> on really? Facebook? Uh, a man called Lee Holland uh, and a man called Sean Brennan, who is a legitimate wrestler, who yeah. I met in Japan once. Yes, and we've talked about Sean Brennan on the podcast. We have, we yeah. have yeah. Um, <laughs> w- worth saying, I mean, I mean, I actually sort of, w- when I'd gone back to this Marty Janetti thing, I thought, God, didn't I read something last week? <laughs> and uh, yeah, so there was an online cry for help um, right. a couple of days ago. He basically said he'd been on a bender for 60 
days. Mm. Um, he said, look, for me, going from 350 days a year on the road and over 100 beautiful ladies per year to living in the backwards Alabama right now and only doing shows on the weekends, what the hell else am I going to do during the week? Drink, smoke a little plant, possibly throw a little powder up and then have sex with all the neighbour girls. But it's got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Throw a little powder. I hell, I ain't doing shit but drinking, fucking, and waiting for the weekends. Um, That's why he does his work. That went quite wide. That story right. about <laughs> cry for help. He's been on a bender. He basically it's a funny thing. Sixty days. You sort of go. That's a long time. Yeah. But it's basically from now he'd sort of gone. I've been on a bender since WrestleMania ended. And I was like, shit. WrestleMania was a long time ago. <laughs> a long time ago. Oh dear. Um, so how's Mar- how's Marcy doing? Hopefully, really well. Yeah. Everything he's posting suggests it's not. Going necessarily conventionally brilliant. <laughs> conventionally brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Self employed. He lets himself work. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, don't go down this wormhole. Oh it gets, it gets, after a while, it's it's a little bit like, I don't know, it's, it's just bleak and depressing. Family members, Dan Little, sister, uh, Pat Gear, sister, uh, Lara, Laura, uh, Lara Ashley Foster, family member, uh, and son, Get Wolf Wolf. <laughs> not a clue, not a clue. There's a lot of pictures of women who he's all like, so what do you think of this hoe? Right, okay, And yeah. people are saying, I don't like the word hoe. <laughs> and, hey, lighten up a corner on bird's hoes. All the girls' hoes. I mean... <laughs> yeah, he's hugging a lot of women on these, yeah. <laughs> You're lost in, in a reverie he's, there. He's got a uh, wolf, I think he's got a wolf dog. It's supposed to be quite an interesting podcast, but I mean... Uh, for sorry, the last, just... For the last 15 just, minutes. just read. <laughs> you could hear just, one of them was audibly reading Facebook posts. <laughs> Oh, he's got really old scratched hands on that cat, that dog, Swaggy. Yeah. yeah. A lot of ta- a lot of times when I got no clothes on, I feel naked. Wait, what? Oh, he's L-O-L. a joker. Oh, who's this now? Wifey, gonna have a great life together. Uh, she likes to go to the strip clubs too. You can guess the rest. Love you, tested off. Why am I reading out of a I, I'm, I'm going to so tell sorry. you, those ones where he's talking about women as well. Yeah, he has no that, connection to them, surely. Uh, some of them I don't think so. And th- they are repeated throughout <laughs> the years, but just with different names and photographs. But of it, it just being the consistent same thing. Wonderful. It's like admin. Oh, it's mental. Marty I, I read it, and the more I was reading it, the more I was feeling hot and ill. <laughs> I really sort of felt like, oh, God, I'm sort of I'm recovering from a massive night out. Just reading it. <laughs> made me feel absolutely horrible. I love it. Um, well, we'll be back next week with more WrestleMania. Uh, I know, I know uh, you're desperate to end this, so you can just get stuck into Martinetti's Facebook. I just need to go and go to the toilet for five minutes, all right? <laughs> Send him a picture just of Georgie to... Porter, and he will talk to you all night long. <laughs> oh, dear God. Oh, I've dressed up as a lady a few times. Do you reckon I could trick him? I, I, I don't think you even a need rent, to trick him. Tri- I think he'd... Oh, he pretend he was being tricked. I don't think he gives a fuck anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're off to throw some powder up my nose. Is and uh, rest of me, Mark. Fucking up, Pete! <laughs> Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.